0: we planned, but amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Um, you know what? We'll just go with the flow. We'll we'll, we'll go right into the word. We didn't do... Um, just go right into the word. Pastor Teresa prayed a prayer this morning that just kind of, broke the yoke for uh, what is going on. When we come here as stewards of this church, it's, um, sometimes it's difficult because we don't know who's been in this space or where people are or Lord might reveal something about Somebody, you don't know what's going on, and so you just try to pray. You try to, I had a bottle of water, I don't know. No, Lance, can you just give me a cup of water, please, sir? Thank you. Is that my? Oh, that I got it. <laughs> 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 so, um, so I want to, um, so before we, before we go any further I just want to say happy birthday to Lance today mm-hmm. is his birthday <laughs> <laughs> he's thirty five <laughs> 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 so I say happy birthday so um so we'll just get right into the word so the, the Lord gave me this uh message lion chasers. Last week we talked about, and I showed you the video, you weren't here, Lance, but last week we talked about, um, lion chasing. Um, Nicole wanted to show the, the lion video again, but, uh, I don't, I (laughs) I don't, I don't think we need to see it again. Did everybody saw it last week? Uh, Lance, for, for context? All right, well, let's, 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 let's see if, let's see if for context's sake, uh, For context sake but before we see it for context sake the scripture that um that uh, i was uh using is um first peter five eight and it says be (laughs) (laughs) it says be alert and of sober mind the enemy the devil prowls around roaring like a lion looking for someone to devour and last week we said that when you wake up it's a 50 50 chance that uh everything will be all right right. you wake up everything's okay but you wake up to turmoil you wake up to marital problems sickness financial problems anything you know you wake up you know i've known people that walk out and their car is gone and the repo person didn't get it so now what so it's a 50 50 chance so it's like walking through um a nature preserve and not obeying the signs. So I wanted to just show this. We showed it last week. And, um, there's no sound. So. No, you don't need <laughs> sound for this one. Alright, so we, we can we can we can we can we could we can stop it. <laughs> we could stop it. She's gonna she'll be all right. She's like <laughs> She's like show it again. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. So uh <laughs> so I t- So for those of you who um don't know, when you go to a nature preserve, they have signs all over the place. Don't get out of your car. Don't get out of your car. And that's what we talked about last week, obeying the signs, obeying what the Lord is saying, obeying the scripture. Because when you don't, this can happen. Now, I don't know why she got out of her car. I don't know what possessed her to get out of her car, but we do it all the time. Something happened, somebody made us angry, do make me angry at Krispy Kreme. I'm going to the old me. And it's just donuts. Right. Right. It's donuts. Yeah, so so we talked about that last week. Now, we just want to finish this up. Uh, Lion chasing. And um, the enemy makes us mad, and we go and do all kinds of things. We forget our position. We forget who we are. And we respond out of whatever something from our past comes up and we can't contend with it so what is a lion chaser and i will say this that lions know who to run from to so we talked about benaniah right so i'll just go to uh second samuel 23 20. i'll just go to the second sentence and another time on a snowy day he chased a lion down into a pit and killed it. What did you notice about this? On another time, on a snowy day, he chased a lion down into the pit and killed it. What did you notice about that sentence? Another time. time. Yeah, because he was a, this this was a bad dude. He's like a Navy SEAL, black belt, kinda Jet Li, kinda dude. Snowy. He went looking for the lion. He didn't wait, he went looking. He wasn't reactive, he was proactive. I think that's the best way to deal with some situations. Not to wait, but to go after the lion before the lion comes after you. And God has called us to be lion chasers, not lion's lunch, right? Context, not lion's lunch, to be lion chasers, not lion's lunch to be protectors of the faith, protectors of our family, protectors of each other, protectors of the community, what we were praying about earlier. Now that's an easy thing to say, right? I'm gonna be a lion chaser. That's easy to say. We say it all the time. I'm gonna do this, Lord. I'm gonna do, I, that's where I got it from, but it's different. It's different. <laughs> I wanted to show that, but there's a devotional called Lion Chasing, but he's talking about something completely different. Um, so So, i just want to give you three quick things that will help you become a lion chaser just three three quick things one of the first things that i believe you need as a lion chaser is compassion what's compassion yell it out you can do it compassion nope I expected y'all to know. I didn't know. I had to look it up. Compassion, charity, mercy, kindness, willingness to sacrifice. It's love. Love motivates us to make sacrifices. Doesn't it? Love motivates us. When your motive or your purpose is strong enough, you'll do anything, right, Stephanie? You'll do anything. Such love, such love has... 1 John... 418, Amplified, somebody pull it up. First John 418, Amplified, really quickly. Pull it up for me. Can you do it if you have your Bible? You don't have a Bible? My Bible's in the car. Amplified. First John, First John. What's it say? 418. But full-grown, complete, perfect love turns fear out of doors and expels every trace of terror. For fear brings with it the thought of punishment, and so he who is afraid has not reached the full maturity of love, is not yet grown into love's complete perfection. For fear brings the thought of punishment. What's that? Pain. Torment. The uh, scripture to go that we have is torment. Fear brings the thought of pain. Now, I I have found, well, I think that the best way to uh, scare somebody is not to beat them up. It's the threat of beating them up. Because if you think somebody's going to hurt you, you start to concoct all kinds of things in your mind. They might just want to break a finger. And you think, oh, they're going to do this and they're going to do And that fear keeps you from doing other things. That's what we do. We have thoughts in our mind about this giant that we see. We have thoughts in our mind about the lion that we see. We have thoughts in our mind about this no that we were given. It's psychological, right? The idea of pain paralyzes us. Now, this is what um, Pastor Frank, my wife's godfather, taught me. Love is to view something or someone as precious and be inwardly moved to act. On their behalf, at your expense, unconditionally. So, what would you go down into? A, what would you chase a lion down into pit to a pit for? Wh- wh- who would you chase a lion down into a pit for? Really, that's good, because I'm thinking uh, if the lion came for you guys, I'd be like, run. <laughs> I'd be like, run. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, really, I would be like, run. <laughs> if the lion came for these two, come on. If the lion came for your family, you'd do the same. You wouldn't be like the dude in the car who shut the door first. That's what Stephen was saying. That's what Lance and Stephen was saying. The dude shut the door first, and then he thought about it after. You don't know what was going through his mind. He could have been shocked. I think he was really trying to get out of the car to protect her. That's what I'm gonna go with in my mind. But who would you go down? He now going down into a pit, putting yourself in danger. Putting your, not just danger, but you could be killed. That's love. Compassion. That's number one. Compassion. Number two, courage. Now, what's courage? Anybody, yell it out. You can do it. Bravery. I had to look that up too. I had to look that up because it says the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty danger, pain, right? It's not the absence of fear, it's the presence of fear, but the will to go on. But in order to get to courage, you gotta have love, compassion. Right? You can't, you, it doesn't just happen. These things build on each other. Courage. So Ben and I went down into the pit. Why? Because little kids were being eaten. I was watching a lot of lion videos and they, um, and this, 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 um, community in africa there's this they call him osama there was this one lion who was just picking people off he ate like 40 people yeah this one cat he he ate killed like 40 people of this community and so they started telling each other if it's not meant for him to eat you it won't happen Him and his boys were rolling up on people, walking down the road, and people people were afraid to leave their little villages. They were afraid to go get water. They were afraid to go get food. They didn't want to go to the supermarket because he would jump in the window of the car, all kinds of crazy stuff. So they started this little um, myth that if it wasn't your time, if that lion wasn't the lion that that was ordained to eat you, you would be all right. And that's what they thought. Now, why do you think they thought that? Well, why do you think they had to tell themselves that? Fear caused by pain of being eaten. So they had to tell themselves that so they could get out of bed in the morning. They had to tell themselves that so their kids could go to school. They had to tell themselves that so they could go to work. So you're talking about people staying in the house. I would too, until you ran out of food, until you ran out of water. But this lion was coming around just eating people. I didn't watch the whole thing. It was like an hour, so I couldn't figure out what happened. I think they finally got him, but they called in a specialist. They called in a Benaniah to go get him. And that's what had to happen. Benaniah had to go get him. Somebody, 2 Timothy 2, 3, amplified. 2 Timothy, first, somebody else, 1 Peter 4, 1, amplified. I didn't tell you this was going to be that interactive, but thank you. 2 Timothy 2, 3, Second Timothy. So we're talking about courage. And one of the things that comes with courage is obedience. Who has two three? You ain't got no Bible? Here. You gotta have the amplified. Take with
1: me your share of the hardships. Sorry. Take with me your share of the hardships and suffering which you are called to endure as a good first class
0: soldier of Christ Jesus take with me and share the hardships this is this is paul talking to timothy meaning there's going to be hardships there's going to be things in your life that you have to deal with because you are a follower of christ now you know a lot of people preach prosperity and everything's going to be all right and i believe that i believe that ultimately everything's going to be all right but there's going to be hardship there's going to be stuff you have to overcome pastor said it earlier if you don't know how to pray the lord will teach you how to pray by driving you to your knees driving you to seek his face, driving you to ask, Lord, why is this going on? Waiting for an answer from him. No, you said, I know you said this, this, that, and the other. I know you told me. Well, if that's what he told you, just keep holding on. If that's what he told you, because a promise is still a promise, just keep holding on. And why do you keep holding on? Because we're always talking about trusting the Lord, trusting the Lord. But the Lord wants to know, can he trust you? Can he trust you to be a follower of Christ and not just a member of a church? There are members of the church, and then there are followers of Christ. Those are two different types of people. I heard a man say that the Holy Spirit is um, imprisoned in unbelieving believers, and it's longing to get out, to touch, to heal through them. But if you don't believe you can do it, if you don't believe that God is a God of the impossible, yet you read the Bible every day, you're a walking contradiction. So you're going to have to endure some things. I'm sorry. You are. They're going to take things from you. They're going to persecute you. The Lord's going to let the enemy come and do things. Yes, have you tried my servant Daryl? Have you tested his marriage? Have you tested his relationship with his father, with his in-laws, with his mother, with his siblings, with the job that he had that he got fired from? You're going to have to endure some things. You know, and maybe you're allowing the fear in your mind, the fear of pain to stop you from doing what the Lord called you to do. But here's the thing. You're going to have to Ultimately, do it anyway. Either you do or it comes back and it bites you in the, I have took us. It bites you in the took Either you do what the, it's a word, took us is a word. Okay. You. It. Either you do what the Lord has called you to do or it bites you in the took us. Simple as that. So obedience helps our courage and here's how. As you move, as you walk, and walk out what God has called you to do, the Lord comes to assist you. As you walk, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you guide me along the best pathways for my life, Psalm 32, 8, Um, Habakkuk 3. 19, the Lord is my strength, my personal bravery, and my invincible army. He makes my feet like Hind's feet and will make me to walk, not stand still in terror, but walk and make progress upon places of trouble and struggle. These are the instructions that she wasn't paying attention to. Don't get out the car. Stay in the car, no matter what's going on. And I and I, I <laughs> when I was praying last night, the Lord said you need to let them know that this is not gonna be one of those funny messages. This is gonna be something a little heavy. And I didn't tell you guys in the beginning, surprise. Because we as believers are about to go through something. We're we're going through something. If you saw the movie, if you went to see the movie, um the, uh, is it the obedience, the insanity of God? You said what those people were put through? And we in the United States can come in a hotel and worship. We can pray in a restaurant. Those people are being snatched up and killed because they believed in the Lord. And the reason we're about to go through something is because there are too many of us who profess to be believers and we're not. There are too many of us who say we follow the Lord Jesus Christ and we don't. Too many of us, and God's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm getting ready to sift through you, so those people who really believe, they'll stand out. In one of the one of the scenes, not in this movie, in another one, the Chinese people had gathered for prayer in this underground church. It was like a cave, and some and some new people had come. And they pulled out these guns, and they said, "If you we 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 we're, we're not believers. If you profess the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we're going to shoot you and kill you right now. But we'll give you the option to deny Christ and leave." Part of the group said, "Oh, Christ! What? I thought this was a. I'm in the wrong place." And they left. and the other people said, you can kill us right now. But we follow Jesus Christ, we are Christians, we are followers of the way. And the guys with the guns said, we believe you. We just didn't want to worship with people who don't believe in Jesus Christ. Real, real, we're about to be tested. We're about to be tested. If you're not going through, because we going through, if you're not going through, we're about to be tested. And you, you guys have heard this story. Years ago, we had a Mercedes, right? We had Well, she had this Mercedes. And uh, she had to teach me it was a Mercedes because I didn't know anything about Mercedes. But they took our Mercedes. And when they took our Mercedes, they came to get our Mercedes, Marshmallow. And we were just like, and a lady who was our neighbor that we didn't know was fighting with the guy. You leave her car alone! You didn't! She, and we were like, you know what, it's done. But here's the thing: we're talking about faith. Here's the thing: we had received. I don't know if you guys received. Them. You're part of a credit card, credit card. When we were in Atlanta, you're part of a uh, you get a credit card uh, uh, letter that says, "You know what? You want to refinance your car? You just go down to da 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 da." But we didn't do it because we owe money on the car, so we were afraid. We were afraid, afraid to call the people to say, "Look, we owe money on the car. We're gonna pay you. We just did not know when." And we were afraid to call these people because we figured if we go down. We would, uh, they would be like, we'll take the car because we already owe money on the car. But this is what we found out later. Stephanie, we had gone down to the dealership with the credit card letter saying, we will give you this much money to refinance. We could have upgraded. But instead, we walked in fear and they took our car. Yeah, that happened in Atlanta. I'm like, Lord, when are we gonna catch a break? Then we had a house. We loved the house. As a matter of fact, I, yeah, this is the house I bought this house for her. It was an engagement, um, 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 a present. It was a townhouse. So it was like, you gotta leave this house. And we're like, huh, oh, no, what? I I bought this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Josh is like, what? Exactly. How you think we were? We were like, we this, hey. We bought, the, I bought the house for it, engagement present because, you know, the ring I gave her was a mood ring when I when I proposed this joke. But, you know, anyway, I bought a house. So the Lord was like, you got to leave this house. We were like, we don't want to leave the house, Lord. Josh, we walked around the ground seven times trying to do like the Israelites. Because we we're like, Lord, you're going to speak to us. Walked around seven times. We like, Lord, speak after seven times. You know what he said, Josh? Yeah, you still got to leave the house. We're like, no, Lord, we don't want to leave the house. We, we, I, I bought this house. How are you going to tell me to buy the house, give her the house, and leave the house? So we left the house. While we were in Louisiana driving, a pipe busted in the middle of winter in the house and destroyed the house and everything in it. And destroyed, did it destroy the house next door too? Destroyed the house next door. The lady called us at six, 5 o'clock in the morning. How did you know? How did you know to leave the house and get out? Everything in my house is destroyed. God is speaking. God is speaking to us, but we let fear. So obedience, being obedient. We were obedient, James, and we got out. And we got out. We're walking in power. Say again. That's it, but I wanna show you something because when we talk about being a lion chaser, it, it, it could be different. It, it could be something as simple as feeding the homeless. It could be something as simple as going to the prisons to talk to somebody that doesn't have a guest coming. Because when you're in there and you've been in there with these cats for however, however long, when you know somebody you love is coming, you're at the window like this. You're looking. You're waiting. They were supposed to be here at eleven. You're dancing. You're like, okay, but yeah, you, you yeah, yeah. You, if you if you've never experienced it, it's it's <laughs> you're right. Hope that's what it is. It's hope. You're giving them hope. Even if you walk by and say, "Hey, does somebody come see you?" Nah. Well, what's your name, man? What's up? Nah, da, 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 da. You play chess? Nah, I play checkers. I'm not a good checkers player, but you can show me how to do that, or you could tell me about it. Something as simple as that. Feeding the homeless. Talking to your neighbor. Saying hi to people. Stephanie, when you don't want to say hi to them, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. Obedience. On your job. Obedience. I want to show you this video. I'm going to set it up. Um, And some of you have heard about this. Some of you have actually seen it. This lady, um, her store is being robbed. And she invokes the name of Jesus. And I want you to see what happens. Now, I wasn't going to show it because the announcer is is, is kind of being sarcastic, but but I'm glad that he is because it shows you what we're up against. It shows you when we tell people that we believe that the Lord was crucified and three days he came back to life, and he walked the earth for 40 days. People are like, "You're crazy," and then we try to fight. That's what I believe, right? So I want you to watch this. Um, I want you to watch this. Um, turn the sound up because I think it's a, uh, I think the sound, uh, well, no, don't turn it up because the guy has a really deep voice. But I want you to watch this video. Lion Chaser.
2: Or ...burst through her door. Shop owner Marion Chadwick thinks she doesn't have a prayer. Give the
1: money. He comes to the counter with his gun and he taps on it. And he says, this is a robbery, I want your money.
2: With a loaded gun just inches from her face, Marion calmly retaliates using the power of the pulpit.
1: You get out of my store right now in the name of Jesus. I planted my feet, pointed my finger in his face, and I said, in the name of Jesus, you get out of my store.
2: Though she's a hair trigger from being blown to smithereens, Marion relies on a higher firepower.
1: You get out of my store right now in the name of Jesus. That was my weapon, that I had one shot.
2: The thief reels from the biblical assault. But the preacher's not done with her sermon.
1: I went, I bind you by the power of the Holy Spirit. Leave.
2: Marion doesn't know if the crook is afraid of Jesus. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Or her.
1: He backed up. And he kept backing up until he got to the front door and then he took off.
2: Marion may not have saved the robber's soul. But using the word, definitely saved her life.
1: In the name of Jesus.
0: Though she was a hair trigger from being blown to smithereens. (laughs) I was like, this dude's being so sarcastic, but here's the thing. You can't deny that the dude is tapping his gun on the thing. And she's like, you get out of my store in the name of Jesus. And he goes, he's probably going, what? But she, she's like, I bind you in the name of Jesus. And we don't do that anymore. Anger and frustration in our house. I don't, we don't do that anymore. When we're fighting, sometimes if we're having an argument, I'm like, okay, no. I'm going to pray. I'm going to (laughs) pray. And (laughs) sometimes that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Sometimes that's what she has to do. Sometimes Sometimes you do it together. Sometimes you go into your closet and you do it. But we have the authority to bind and rebuke anything that is not of the Lord. He has seated us a little bit lower than the angels. We are seated above, Sean, principalities and power. So we exercise authority over them. It's like we got a black belt and they got a white belt, if you understand that. We're more than conquerors. So compassion, courage, this took courage. She could have said, you know what, take everything that 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 I have. But she's like, no, no, I'm not giving it to you. Now, I'm thinking. If you've ever had a gun stuck in your face, it's a scary proposition. And you're thinking, oh. But she was like, I bind and rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Get out of my store. Get out of my store. You see it later if you watch another clip. She runs after the dude. Runs after the dude. I'm like, yo, you you doing good. Just get, you know. Right. But lion chaser that's what that's what god is calling us to be there's a problem things are going on on our job things are going on in my marriage things are going on in my relationship with my family prayer prayer when when they started shooting people in the street here's the thing when they started shooting people in the street i said well, you know we're gonna pray because because uh people were like you know um, um, um prayer's not working what's the church doing and the Lord said, like, You need to go pray. You need to go to the street and pray. You need to invite people. And I'm like, Well, and then people were like, Well, I'm not going to come. And I'm like, Lord, what you doing? But every time we pray, He always, He always, I really like the little E that you put under. Uh, 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 Nicole did the, see, prayer in progress, a little E. I like that. So, prayer. The Lord's like, I'm never going to leave you out there. I'm never going to leave you out there. The prayer walk that we did, we're going to do another prayer walk right before the election cuz we are in trouble as a country and if we don't bind together as believers there is strength in numbers but we fear doubt so we're talking about compassion for your fellow man we're talking about we're talking about courage that we all possess to be a lion chaser that was courage compassion for the lady in front of her. Dude had a gun. He could have shot that lady. He could have killed that lady. Right? Not just for yours, but for the people around you. And the last one. Now, it's twofold cuz it's commitment. I looked that up too. Commitment. And I, I'm a I'm a, I'm a I'm, I like words and I like looking them up. Allegiance is loyalty. And this is what I found that was interesting. It says, the act of binding yourself to a specific course of action. You're committed to it. So I was like, what's the difference between commitment and conviction? Conviction is a firm belief. You know, you'll argue about something, but you'll die for your conviction. So they sort of go hand in hand. So we're talking about compassion, love, courage, and commitment. So when Ben was chasing this lion, he was committed. He said, I'm going to go down and get him. He didn't just chase him to the hole and plug it up. He went down to kill him so he wouldn't come back. Commitment. When we're praying and we're binding things, we got to keep praying. When the Lord says do A, B, and C, that's what he means, do A, B, and C. Well, I, I, it's not working. Why is it not working? The Lord told you to do it. You're thinking it's not working because you don't see any results. But you don't know what's going on in the spirit realm. You don't know what you're binding. The other day, this is this is real. This is real. The other day, and I've been praying... Um, so the Lord tells me, I have a ritual that I do. I'm, I'm kind of a, a ritualistic person, most of us are. So when I get up in my prayer time, I get up in the morning. Lord, has got me getting up early, early now. I get up early. I do a two-day deal devotionals, and then I pray. This day, the Lord, Friday, the Lord said, don't, don't do that. Just pray, Sean. And I said, okay. So I pray. And as I'm praying, I start praying for my daughters, uh, where my daughter goes to school. And as I'm praying for where my daughter goes to school, the the Lord, the the Spirit of the Lord shows me, the principality that holds sway over that school. It was this frightening thing. I'm not gonna get into it because, little ears. And so I was like, whoa, and the Lord was like, yeah, I want you to to contend with that. And I was like, uh, uh wait, what? Because it was. And, I, and in the spirit, I was like, so he's like, I want you to pray. I want you to, I want you, these are the words I want you to say. I am about to do battle with you. And I said, okay, let's just, let's just stop for a second. You're telling me that you want me to do battle with that thing. And I was like, yeah, you've been praying, you've been talking all this, talking all this, you know, I believe you, I trust you. Let's get on it. I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't. I prayed. I did all this other stuff first, cause I was scared. I was scared, Steph. For real, I was scared. And then I just said. And then, as I prayed and as I, I I I spoke certain scriptures to myself, as I encouraged myself at the end I was like I am about to do battle with you me I I take authority over this right now in the name of Jesus my daughter goes to school here and I start naming her friends I take it and I was praying the whole time when we left I was in the car When we rolled up I was still praying this thing and that thing I ain't afraid of you but I had to get to that point cuz at first I was terrified and I'm just gonna be real with you and I know you guys are way more saved than me and that you guys don't get scared of anything spiritually but I was scared whatever the lord is asking you to do there's a reason for it if you can't see the result don't worry about it god's got something going on i have a, a friend a long time ago a friend that i knew when i um just started in the ministry and uh we would argue because we just like arguing with each other and uh, he told me i should be able to walk into the hospital and lay hands on people and they should be healed And I was like, uh, how how does that work? He said, because it says it in the Bible. So I say, Lance, how how much time are you spending with God? He goes, well, I I pray on the way to work. And I was like, "Um, what's that? He was like, I'm multitasking. I was like, there's no such thing, but okay. I'm multitasking. I'm driving, trying to keep out of an accident, looking at my Blackberry to make sure that everything's all right at the job, listening to the radio, and I'm talking to the Lord. So I should be able to walk into a hospital and lay my hands on somebody, and they should be healed. No. No. We need to stop giving God um, five-cent prayers for million-dollar requests. No. No. How much time do you spend with the Lord? Do you spend an hour with the Lord? It doesn't even have to be an hour. But is it time that's effective? Are you listening to what the Lord is saying? Are you paying attention? Are you hearing him encourage you even though there's doubt? Even though there's fear? No. And we went back and forth. And I was new at the time. And I was like, I need to do some research on this because I... You know, he makes a good point. The Bible does say that. But the Bible also says that the Lord's will be done, that Christ at every point said, Lord, let your will be done. Take this bitter cup from me. If you want to heal this person, Lord, let your will be done. So it's about God's will when you're tested. That's when you find out what you really believe. When you go through the go-through, that's when you find out what you're really made of. If you're a lion chaser or if you're a lion's lunch. Jordan, say lion's lunch. If you're a lion's lunch or you're a lion chaser. If the Lord's saying, don't get out the car. But there's smoke in the car. Don't get out the car. But I can't see. Don't get out the car. He made me mad. Don't get out the car. I'm tired of this. I'm going to do it my way. As my grandmother used to say, go head on then. yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Southern, go head on and do it your way. And when you do it your way, what is the result of that? Commitment. Maybe you'll get this. The pig is committed to a bacon and eggs breakfast. Get it? The pig is committed to a bacon and egg breakfast. The chicken's not. But the pig is committed. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But 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 the Lord is testing and proving you. Can he trust you? Can he trust us? We're always, Lord, can I trust you, Lord? I want to trust you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I died for you. I extended my hand before you knew you needed it. You can trust me. Can I trust you? Can I trust you to keep keep professing the gospel no matter what? Can I trust you to keep being the person that I made you to be even if everything around you is falling apart? Can I trust you to be a lion chaser and not lion's lunch? Can I trust you to be the prayer warrior that I know is inside of you? Can I trust you to be the pastor that you have to be even when somebody is in your face cursing you out? And you want to just palm heal him right here in the face? Can I trust you? We were in a church setting, and this Josh. This is Josh. I'm looking at Josh's. I'm looking at Josh's head. We were in a church setting. We had to play at this thing, and and I, I mentioned this before. And the MD of the other uh, worship team was like, they said we could get there at six, and we could rehearse, but the thing started at seven. We didn't get on the we didn't get on the instruments till like ten minutes two. Like 10 minutes too and then the the md said y'all need to hurry up and so josh does this thing where he looks at the dude he looks at me like and you could hear you could hear you could hear his voice go up two octaves like did you hear what he just said (laughs) and i said okay thank you and josh is like pastor d what's going on i'm committed to being the pastor and i had to break it down for him i was like yeah it was disrespectful yeah, he's bigger than me, but I think I can take him. If I can I know you and Roy can. But it's not about that. It's not about me. It's not about him. It's not about his dis- blatant disrespect of us. And I saw him. Did I tell you I saw him? When we, when I went to, out to eat, I saw him walk in. I saw him walk in and I heard your voice. And I said, "No." He was like he looked at me and I was like, What's up? How you doing, sir? I I think I started bleeding because I bit my lip uh-huh. because I wanted to say, don't you ever, you know? But it's not about me. It's about God. It's about what God's calling you to do. Are you a lion chaser or lion's lunch? Simple. It's simple, and I you know, I, and I I don't want I don't mean to be fatalistic. I don't mean to be, uh. But God is calling us to a work. There are people out there who watch what you do. Watch what you say. They know that you're a believer. They watch everything about you. And here's the thing. The minute we do something that's out of character, they'll say, oh, see, that's how they are. And that one's lost. That one's lost. And then there are people who say, you know, there's something about you. There's something about your spirit. There's something. I want to be near you. It's the anointing. I want to I talk to you. It's the anointing. It's the anointing of the Lord. And God has you on assignment. God has me on assignment at her school. Because there are men at her school that there's one dude who runs to the car when I see him and I try to hide in the car. But I finally just said, okay, God. Because he's going through something, and I've been praying with him. I've been talking to him, counseling him, telling him what I think. He he's like, What do you think about this? I sent this text. What do you think? I just met him. she been she hadn't been in school, what, a month? I'm on assignment. I'm a lion chaser. How do you view view the warrior inside of you? Compassion. Courage. Commitment. I'm committed to this. I'm committed to this. I'm committed to it no matter what. I tell her all the time. If nobody shows up, it'll be the three of us. If nobody shows up, well, Steven Stevenson will be here. It'll be the four of us. If nobody shows up, if it's three people, 30 people, 300 people, 3,000 people doing the same thing, proclaiming the gospel, proclaiming the truth, the same thing, no matter what's happening. People tithe, that ain't between me and you. If you don't give because I made you mad, that's between you and God. God's going to take care of this house. And the reason God's going to take care of this house is because we proclaim the gospel. We try to filter everything through the spirit of the Lord. So God's going to take care of this house. It's a struggle sometimes. But that's between you and God. Whenever we get money, whatever we get money, whatever bills are due, the first thing we do is tithe. Because we can't tell you to tithe if we're not tithing. Anything that we tell you to do or ask you to do, I have done or I am doing. I'm going into battle with you. When I look at the lion chaser inside of me, as a matter of fact, I have a clip. (laughs) When I look at the lion chaser inside of me, this is one of the incarnations of the lion chaser inside of me. There are many because I need to show compassion at times. There are times when people come up and they just need a hug. But this is one of the incarnations of the lion chaser inside of me. Look at that dude. That dude's like twice his size.
2: Perhaps you should have a war tomorrow when you're better rested. I should have you whipped for your impudence. Perhaps you should fight him. Achilles. Achilles. Look at the men's faces. You can save hundreds of them. You can end this war with a swing of your sword. Let them go home to their wives. Imagine a king who fights his own battles. Wouldn't that be a sight? Of all the warlords loved by the gods, I hate him the most.
0: Going into battle. That was quick (laughs) (laughs) Nicole's like, yes (laughs) That's one of the incarnations Of the lion chaser inside of me When I see myself In my mind's eye I always say I'm 6'10", 300 pounds In my mind's eye, I am so I go into battle, whatever it is, whatever it is, I'm like, no, I'm running for it spiritually. Used to be like that before, but that was the old me. If I felt like I was disrespected, it was on. But now it's like, okay, obviously there's a problem. Let me pray. Let's pray. F you, no, no, okay. Well, bless you. Have a good day. Bless you. Have a good day. This is one of the incarnations, so I want you to think about What does a lion chaser inside of you look like? What kind of warrior is it? It's a prayer warrior, intercession. What, you go with that? That's always good. Running toward the giant. Not running away, the lion's chaser or lion's lunch. Running toward the giant. Running toward the problem. Proactive, not reactive trusting that God has your back no matter what. You look at the army, and you look at the giant. He slayed the giant. The army didn't move. Because when we see the problem, we see the army. Oh, this thing's going to happen. Oh, that thing's going to happen. Ah, ah, ah. And we're paralyzed with fear, and we don't move forward. And the Lord is saying, just trust me. Trust me. Trust me. I got you. That's it. Right? Compassion. Courage. Commitment. First Peter four one says, so since Christ suffered in the flesh for us, for you arm yourselves with the same thought and purpose, For whoever has suffered in the flesh having the mind of Christ is done with intentional sin, has stopped pleasing himself and the world and pleases God. With the same thought and purpose, patiently to suffer rather than to fail, to please God. Are you a lion chaser or a lion's lunch? These are the three things we need to develop: compassion. I know I need to develop compassion because I'm hot-tempered. I used to send Stephen texts early on. I'd be like, "Stephen, da 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 da," but I hadn't talked to him throughout the week. But I send texts. Okay, da 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 da. He'd be like, "Good morning," <laughs> and I know, and I know he was doing it to be Stephen, but but he was right. I hadn't said, good morning, how you doing, what's up, how's your mama, nothing. He's like, good morning. And I'm like, all right, good morning, you're right. Now, da 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 But he's right. Because we're concerned about what, what's going on with me, what I want, what's going on with me. So compassion, our love for each other, our love for Christ, our love for each other and our love for Christ, it gets us past our fear and engages our courage, our obedience. As we walk it out, our courage increases as we trust the Lord, as we walk it out. He's going to show you the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Oh, this, this, that. You can't see those things from here because you're not walking. He tells you to walk all the time. He says, fear not, 365 times in the Bible. Coincidence? I think not. 365 times in some shape, form, or fashion, the Lord says throughout the scriptures, fear not. You have one for every day. Keep moving and commitment. What are you willing to sacrifice for him? You willing to sacrifice your time? You really willing to sacrifice your tithe? Willing to sacrifice Something more. The movie we saw, the man said, how can you ask it? How can you ask it? And I started crying. Are you willing to sacrifice your family for the Lord? What are you willing to sacrifice for God? Some of us don't even want to get up for prayer. And God is like, get up. I'm here. I want to talk to you. I'm waiting for you. I can't get out of bed. I was up late last night, applying for jobs or whatever. I can't get out of bed. And Lord's like you want a job. And I'm trying to talk to you. What are you willing to sacrifice? What does your lion chaser look like? Is he complacent? Does she fight? Is she obedient? So compassion, courage, commitment. Maybe maybe you have nothing or no one that you feel that strongly about. Maybe there's nothing in your life that you feel that attached to. And I'll say, like an old person, keep living. Because at some point there will be something or someone in your life that you will give your life for. Lord we Lord, we ask that um, first of all, we thank you. This was a difficult message to deliver. Because you want it all. And we say that we'll give it all to you, but we don't. I don't. I wanna be a lion chaser, Lord. I want to be a person that's full of compassion, a person that has the courage to do what's right, to be obedient when the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to me no matter what is happening in my life. I want to be like the pig in the bacon and egg breakfast, Lord. I want to be fully committed. I just ask that um, you touch our hearts, Father. And that you give us the wisdom to seek your face. to turn our hearts, the hearts of Hallel, the hearts of the people of this church, the people in this building, the people in their spheres of influence, that you turn their hearts toward you, Lord. I, I know that something's coming, Lord. I don't know what, Lord, and I, I get fearful for my family. But whatever you ask me to do, Lord, I will do it. And I pray the same for every man here, every woman here. That they say the same thing. Whatever you are willing to ask them to do, they will do it, Lord. Because on the other side of the sacrifice, there is something far greater for us Lord and I'm not talking about glory yes there's the hope of glory Lord but the scripture says I had fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord today in the land of the living and I'm not talking about temporal things Lord I'm talking about a deeper relationship with you Lord getting us through the pain through the doubt through the fear Encouraging ourselves, encouraging each other, Lord. Compassion. So bless us today, Lord, as we prepare to give. Bless us to seek your face, Lord, and listen to the Spirit. Even if we can't intellectually understand what you're asking, help us to train our bodies to respond to you to walk it out, to fall on our knees, to go to our private place of prayer and say, Lord, I'm here. Show me how to get through this. We bind the spirit of fear. We bind the spirit of doubt, uncertainty, Lord. We ask that you release the Holy Spirit that's imprisoned inside of unbelieving believers galvanize local churches, galvanize the church body, Lord. If we all were praying for the same thing at the same time, Lord. We just say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.